This is Trigger Point, episode 34. My name's Serena, and sitting across from me is my co-host Peter. Hello, Peter. Evening, everyone. <laughs> Peter's going to be really tired this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, like, falling asleep pretty much for, like, the past hour. <laughs> so, um, maybe this episode will be more... I'll be talking more than Peter. Hmm. Occasionally, you might hear a banging noise that, like, kick Peter across <laughs> the table to wake him up. <laughs> but um, <laughs> why, why are you so tired, Peter? Why am I so tired? Um, so, I just came back from my snow trip. Another one? Another one. Well, actually, no, it is another one. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, we were up at the snow for 10 days this time, and... Uh, we generally, well, I generally go out first thing in the morning. So we take mm. first lift, which is seven thirty in the morning. Mm. And so, you know, obviously having breakfast, getting you know your snow gear on takes a bit of effort and time. So, yep. um, we wake up at six every morning. Mm-hmm. You wonder why I would never join you for your and, snow you know, trips. And we and because we're also doing a full day off exercise pretty much um by the time we get home we're pretty knackered Mm -hmm. and then we eat dinner and then literally by like nine o'clock everyone's like i'm really tired okay let's just sleep (laughs) so we've been so we have a really healthy lifestyle while we're up there you you know we sleep early and we wake up early um it got to one point where we there was like there was one day where we had dinner and we finished dinner and it was like not even eight. And we were like, is it too early to sleep now? And then we just kind of looked at each other and was like, maybe we should hang on until like nine before we go to bed. <laughs> so we did. We did. But yeah, which is why like right now it's like nearly... It's past your bedtime now? It's past my bedtime. It's 10 o'clock. So I'm like really tired. <laughs> which is really weird because normally I'm like, a night out like yeah. Serena and so like normally I don't sleep until two o'clock in the morning and watching, watching tennis games and well that's the thing the US Open is on right now and I can't even stay up to watch it because I'm that tired <laughs> it's terrible anyway so yeah so I thought we should I should explain it because also you could hear Peter's voice is very gravelly. Mm. Um, it's the kind of voice that we normally hear at the end of the episode after <laughs> we've talked for three hours. Um, but today we're going to start off with gravelly Peter because he's <laughs> he's really tired. <laughs> I'm trying to like you know open up my eyes with my hands. Just like yeah. well, I was I'm hoping that this next topic would would wake you up a little. Mm. Um, we. Both Peter and I had had done something recently. Well, uh, yeah, a few weeks back now, uh, that we've been looking forward to for like over a year. Yes, <laughs> we bought the tickets a year ago. Mm. Um, but even before then, we've been looking forward to it even before we could buy tickets. Yeah. Because okay, I, I guess we should tell people what it is. We went to watch Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah, for for anyone who's lived under a rock and didn't realize, but um, even though the movies are all done and the books are all done, uh, the world of Harry Potter has not ended. Um, there's a play, not a musical, a play mm. that was released, I think, what, two years ago? Three years ago yeah, in, in London? Yeah. And uh, it was only available there. Mm. And I've been itching to watch it. I was like even slightly tempted to fly all the way know, over there right. to watch it. But then even then, even if we did fly over, we still couldn't get tickets. That was no. the annoying thing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> And there was supposedly Yeah, there was supposedly like this twist in the show, this mm. secret that all the fans are keeping, you know, close to their chest and no one's letting you know, no no one's saying anything about it. Yeah. And um, when the book came out, I refused to read it because mm. at the same time I heard that the show was going to come to Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, no, I'm not reading it. Yeah. I want to wait until the show comes. Yeah. And I think I waited about a year before mm. the tickets were finally released. Yeah. And then we bought the tickets and then we had to wait a year before the show actually came <laughs> because we tried to buy the tickets on the first day. Mm. That and, didn't work. Well, uh, I got onto the website, I think, within 20 minutes of the tickets, like the, the website opening, mm. and I was like number 24,580 
first person or something in line. Like it was crazy. Like I could not get a ticket on the first day and we couldn't even get tickets for the first lot of seats that were out, which was Mm. for the first half of this year. Yeah. Um, And this was in September last year when I was looking at tickets. And so I had to wait for the second lot of tickets to come out. And uh, was able to get pretty good seats. Yeah, according actually, to, yeah. one of the best seats in the house, if we must say so. Ourselves. We weren't. We weren't in the front. No, no. no. We were actually up in the circle. Uh, was it the circle? Yeah, the, the circle. circle. Yeah. Um, but, but we, we were, were in the front, front row. row of the first uh, on the second circle. Yeah. So um, we had a very good view very of everything. Good view of yeah. And like just a very quick review mm. of the show. Mm. Um, here's my, well, my, my review of it is, um, the effects were fantastic. Absolutely. The acting was really good. Absolutely. The, the sets, the clothes. Fantastic. All of it. <laughs> um, even the story at the start. The, the first, okay. The Cursed Child is split into two parts. Yeah. So part one and part two. Yeah. Story for part one. Well, amazing. Excellent. I actually, the whole part one was flawless yes. in my opinion. Yeah. Like there was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was really nothing that I would really kind of go like, oh, maybe they could have done this better. And actually, for most part, in terms of purpose, I thought Number part one, one was well, part flawless. One was really good, yeah. Um, part two, the story was, yeah, there was bits that, you know. You got a week, a bit weak bit, in some bit weaker, places. Yeah. And in generally, because part one was so amazing, mm. it, it, you can't help but feel like part two was slightly... Well, more like the the, the things that got built up in part one mm. didn't get resolved in a very satisfactory no, part two. No, um, But that's not to say part two wasn't worth watching. No, no. Part two was yeah. also really good. Yes. Um, the... the it, it, it's it's also slightly unfortunate because um well fortunate unfortunate I don't know um because we watched the two shows in succession so well watched... you're supposed to they do tell you to watch it on the same day so you watch one in the matinee yeah then, and then you watch, watch the second the part in the... um but so it, it's also kind of sometimes a bit hard because like the second part you've seen all the tricks already you've seen oh. all the magic happen yeah. and so the second part you kind of feel like. Nothing surprising anymore. Yeah, like and your it, expectation is higher. Yeah, and you and you've expected that the magic is going to happen still. So so you 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 you're, you have less of that. Ooh, wow! Like, how the hell do you do that? And okay, okay, oh. this is a bad way of saying it, but um, in number one, we were so wowed by all the special effects, mm-hmm. kind of. Would could you say that we were distracted from the story? Probably, like, probably, probably the story wasn't as great in number one, but we just didn't notice we just because don't care every- because it was like I'm too busy looking at all the like shiny glittery things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also true. Like second part, they also had less of that. It, it was mm. more heavy, uh, story heavy. Yes. Well, they had to. Uh, wrap they had to. Up. They had yeah. to wrap things up, right? So, um, but. Even then, it was a very worthwhile show. Oh, I yeah, mean, I loved it. Especially since you have to watch part one and part two, and it doesn't really make sense to just watch part one and not part two. Um, as a whole, it it was an amazing show. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the most amazing uh, theatre performances that you can do. And just, just the sheer uh, ingenuity that they do with all the tricks and all the uh, yeah like um it really brings you back because if you're if you're used to watching a lot of movies and everything relies so much on cg and and that stuff um it makes everything seem so easy yeah right like it's like oh you just use a computer then you can put whatever you want on the screen right but because this is a stage show Mm. everything has to be there like nothing is projected on anything so you know you actually have to have all the physical tricks mm. and all the um old school magic has yeah, to come yeah, yeah, out right like yeah. all the theater tricks and theater magic and you're like wow how would they need to really look for some of these people yeah, who, yeah, yeah. those some of these specialists who actually yeah. know how to do this yeah and and the actors themselves they probably need to be trained in some oh, of yeah, these yeah, things yeah, as yeah. well right um and even and sometimes it's not even just the main actors it's the fact that even the stage hands yeah like even they are part of this the magic, magic. Yeah, yeah. like you know 
normal theater shows have stagehand coming and going to move sets around, and we expect that, right? Yeah. In here, you'd see also them coming into, but they also are part of the whole magic they, they, trick. They create the, like they they use magic to create the mm. sets that we see, kind yeah. of like like without trying to. We're trying to avoid any spoilers here, but you would see things appear that wasn't there a moment ago, and yeah. you're like, wait, how 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 did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, that was, that was an amazing experience. And yes. if people haven't watched it, please go watch it. You know, uh, there's still tickets. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's still pretty tickets. Sure. I'm, I'm probably going to watch it one more time. Uh, oh. because, uh, I'm a, cause, um, Kiki does the sign language and they, and they have one day where they are doing. Or just purely sign language. No, no, no. As in, they will have a sign language person there. Oh, okay, okay. And so they do as part of their development and stuff like that. Oh. To, to and so I was like, well, if you're going again, I'll go again. <laughs> so I'll be watching part one again. <laughs> I'm tempted. If only this is to see part one, but they won't let you just buy part one. Yeah. They make you buy both parts because otherwise there'll be some leftover seats yeah. and tickets. and Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see. I'm, I might. It's very expensive. It is very expensive, but it's so worth it. Like if you if you haven't watched it, it's so it is. Worth it. it is. It's so worth it. But they do. You do to pay part one and part two tickets separately. Yeah, and each one is already more expensive than what you normally pay to That's go and see true. a play. That is true. Um, we of course because I paid a year ago. Mm. I don't remember how much it costs, and I'm not. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't hurt me as much because it's been a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if I had to pay it now, I'd probably be like, "I don't have money." Yeah. Uh, do I need to spend this much money on something that I've already watched? <laughs> yeah. But if it's so good, it's so good. Especially part one. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, so uh, now that we've I've woken you up. We've talked about Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's wake you up a little bit more mm. with a follow up on something that we talked about last month. Yeah, last month. Yeah. <laughs> um. The um. So the last two months we've been doing movies from uh, Sammy Chang. Mm. Uh. All because we, you know we were building towards helping you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get into the right mood yeah. <laughs> to enjoy a Sammy Chang concert in Hong Kong. Yeah. Right. Which I deliberately fly all the way back. To Hong, Hong Kong, Kong yeah. yeah. So you're back from that trip? Yes. How was it? It was fantastic. Everything you were hoping for? Everything and more. <laughs> to the point I watched it twice. <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. So I watched it the first time and I loved it. And I loved it so much and I was like, uh, and I was talking to my friend and we were like, oh, it was so good. It was everything I would have wanted. And we're like... And, you know, we finished watching it and then went back. And then I think the next day I just like, I was messaging. I was like, oh, that was a really good show, right? Yeah, it was a good show. Kind of really want to watch it again. And then we just kind of egged each other on and go like, do we want to buy tickets? Do we want to buy tickets? Let's buy tickets. <laughs> it's not that expensive. So we got scalper tickets. I You bought I, scalper tickets. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know, people normally buy scalper tickets when they haven't been even once and they really, really wanted to go. You've already been once. This is your second time. Yeah. And you're like, you know, instead of just buying any random ticket that might still be available, you went and bought... Well, because there was no tickets available. The only tickets that was available was from scalper. So we got scalper tickets. And it wasn't that much more expensive. It was only what, like... Four hundred dollars more, honky dollars more. Mm, like that's nearly a hundred Australian that's dollars. Not too bad. Not. Too that's bad. an extra, extra, a yeah. hundred Australian dollars yeah. on top of what the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I did. I watched it twice, and it was so worth it because of sure. the, the the special guest on the second show. It was like. I didn't think that would ever happen because um, she basically got her rival to to well, yep. her rival that technically they never claimed each other were rivals because everyone knew they were rivals and yeah they were on stage together and sang and it was beautiful. Uh, okay, it was awesome. Yeah, okay, that, I'm just that. gushing now. <laughs> but yeah, such a good show. I can't wait for the DVD to come out. And her voice was so good. And like, look, I'm saying that's because like last time she had a concert, she basically lost her voice. <laughs> and so it was terrible. Like even as a super fans, her voice was terrible. Like I, I listened to that concert and I was like, wow, like 
Put it this way, she's a female singer. Her highest note she could sing at that concert, I could sing. Yeah. So that was not good. <laughs> but this time her voice was like tip-top shape and so, so awesome. Anyway, okay, I'm awake now. Right. And can we can we say like we won't have to talk about Sammy Chang for like another year? No, because I'll still be talking about it, but <laughs> you don't have to. I will. I'll talk for you. Yes, we did like two months yeah. worth of Sammy Chang. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. Uh, okay, so okay, what what have you been doing, Serena? Now that we've talked about my trips, and you're awake. I'm kind of awake for the for now. Okay, so I'll try to make this quick so I don't bore you and you don't fall asleep again. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Mm. Uh, no surprise then. There, uh, but I also watch a lot of Amazon as well. Mm. Um, so I binge watched The Boys. Mm. I think I watched that in two nights. Um, and I got Andrew to watch that with me, binge it with me. He wanted to sleep, and I said, "You can sleep, but I'm going to keep watching, and then you're going to miss out on episodes because he never goes and goes back to watch it yeah, yeah, after yeah. I've done. I'm done. So we 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 ended up watching the whole thing. It was really good, really kind of graphic. <laughs> it's kind of what I expected. Mm. Um, but yeah. Very grungy, mm. and like really dark and dirty and mm. good. Okay. For what it was supposed to be. Mm. Um, to be fair, we probably would have done that as our next topic, but I don't have Amazon, so. Yeah, there's other ways of getting it, but I'm not going to encourage or exactly. talk about that. <laughs> Amazon has a 50% off thing. Uh. Like Amazon Prime. There's more things that I need that I don't need at the moment. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I also watched a Netflix show called Bonding, mm. which is very interesting, very inaccurate look at uh, bondage. BDSM. BDSM. Well, it's actually not. It, they just use it as a foil. Like they yeah. use it as a backdrop for this show. It really is about the friendship between a woman who is a uh, a, a dominatrix and her gay best friend, and um, they just use the the BDSM section as a more like a funny thing, which is why it's not accurate. Um, uh, but to talk about the the relationship between these two people, how they view intimacy, how they view friendship, how they view relationships between each uh, p- between other people as well. Yeah. So it's 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 um. It's really funny and very short. There's like it's like twenty minutes per episode or something, mm. and they're like what twelve episodes or something. So it's worth watching just every now and then. But I wouldn't recommend watching it in public. <laughs> Not that there's anything really too weird, but you know when you see the lady, like the main character, wearing you know latex clothes and it's on you're on the public transport, that might you it's know people best off. No, I watched um. Oh, sorry. I just, no. Just to say, uh, I was going to say, like, I actually watched a few things this, this yeah? time as well. Um, mainly anime. Um, oh. I watched season two of One Punch Man. Oh. I really didn't like it. I, I liked season one. Okay. Season one was pretty good, I reckon. Season mm-hmm. two was very blur. I don't know what mm-hmm. they were trying to go. Like, it, it just felt like, look, the problem with One Punch Man was, there's no tension because you know the guy is invincible anyway. Yeah. The whole fact that he's caught the one punch man makes him invincible. So yeah. he can't be the tension point. No. Which kind of relegates him to being the comedy. comedy. Yeah. Whereas the tension goes to all of the other characters and you worry about all the other characters, but then they're not the main characters. So it's very it's very awkward. The show has gone to a place mm. season one. I was, thought it was just supposed to be funny. It it is, but it also doesn't do that well anymore. Oh, okay. Like season one had really really funny moments, okay. and they really played on his, you know, invincibility and how he's like, oh, I can finally get a fight, and then he accidentally like, you know, kills the, the other person, yeah, without even really meaning to, and he's just like, oh, that's disappointing. And he just leaves, right? <laughs> like, you, you, there's a lot of play on that. Uh-huh. Season two, they kind of wanted to do that again, but because we've already seen it so much times, it's it, uh-huh. it it's no much. It's not funny anymore. Okay, and then it's just kind of like, well, like I, I don't get 
him. I don't get him as the main character okay. anymore because he's boring. Right. There's no growth. There's no He can't because he is already the best of uh, him. He's like a Superman. Yeah. yeah. Except worse because Superman at least has this... Kryptonite. <laughs> not even that. Like, like he, he develops his humanity side, right? Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, yeah. I guess human a, side, yeah. human side of, of, of him. But they don't even go into there with mm. this. So he literally becomes the comedy of his own show. But the show doesn't seem to wanting to go down that path. Like the show seems to be wanting to go down a more serious path. Okay. But it can't when the main character can't be serious with it. Okay. So it's really awkward at the moment, and I I really didn't like season two. And the the uh, the production value seems to have gone down. Oh. Okay. And so the anime was not that great. Um. So yeah. And then I watched. Um. I finally watched. Uh, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. I p- kind of, I kind of, kind of uh, pushed that. I kind of never really wanted to watch it for some weird reason. Yeah, um, probably I, the artwork. Yeah, the artwork wasn't great. Um, but it was also because, like, I was not. I was never really into like the shonen kind of shows like okay. it, like naruto like dragon ball like, uh-huh. like it it sometimes it sometimes grates me those kind of shows because it's just like superpower bad guy and then fights there's a formula that they follow yeah and it just seems to just yeah we finally beat the bad guy now there's a super bad guy and then it's a super super bad guy like, it yeah. just it's just like uh, there's no it's just like kind of the same ends. thing. Yeah. It's just the same thing except bigger and bigger and bigger. And this, yeah. yeah. Um, and I kind of felt like this was going to be one of those shows as mm-hmm. well. And so I didn't watch it. Um, but I finally did watch it last week. The first few episodes really infuriated me, to be fair. Like, it, yeah, it really grated me. But I must say, I really enjoyed watching the later episodes. Okay. Like, I'm actually quite actively enjoying the current season at the moment okay. in a sense that i mean they still have a formula uh-huh. and it's still kind of like you know naruto kind of show uh-huh. except i feel like there is growth in characters and uh-huh. i feel like you know the characters are are learning things and are you know trying to be better versions of themselves and i don't know i just i i enjoy it and i find it i find it very uplifting sometimes watching a show like that <laughs> so funny uh so yeah i'm watching that at the moment and yeah can't wait until season four because i'm nearly finished season three and i was like i don't want to finish watching season three yet so yeah uh and and i think the other thing is it seems like it has an ending in mind as okay. well. Okay, so it's not just planning. It's not off. just like, you know, let's go for another 200 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Which is what Naruto did, and I really didn't want that. <laughs> so hopefully this doesn't go to that. I remember back in the day when Sailor Moon first went to episode 200, and it was like, <gasps> I can't believe it went on for so long. Like, who would have thought an anime would go so long? But now, you know, anything. They just try to but get as much Sa- money out of it as they can. But even Sailor Moon, I thought... Look, I didn't really watch all of it. And, I didn't. And I didn't was never really into it. But at least I thought from what I have seen on uh-huh. Sailor Moon, like at least they kind of still had like a planned story. Oh no, but it's still the same situation, right? Yeah. Originally you have a bad guy that is, you know, you know, the dark side of the moon kind of oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh you have one that's the solar system size, and uh, then you have the galaxy size, and then the you have the universe, universe size, and you're like, ah, uh, okay. Um, but I didn't actually watch all of it. it. It got a little bit too over the top. And also back in the day, it was hard to get yeah. all the shows. Um, talking about old shows mm-hmm. that we're re-watching, mm-hmm. I am watching The Big Bang Theory. Is um. I only ever watched the first season yep. and now I'm re-watching everything. Mm. Um, it's interesting to see how some of the comedy still works. It's also interesting to see how some of the comedy would be considered inappropriate now. Mm. 
like some of their jokes on homosexuality, on women, mm. like because they're a bunch of geeks, right? And they're all yeah. guys, and they the the way they view women, mm. it was funny then, mm. but now you'll be like, oh, that's that would contribute to part of that toxic max- masculinity thing <laughs> that we're talking about nowadays. <laughs> I still laughed at it, don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah. but I felt kind of guilty afterwards. <laughs> Um, but I got a bit concerned watching it mm. because I saw a lot of myself in Sheldon, like mm. a lot of Sheldon stuff mm. I do. But I, I also find that some of his actions are perfectly justified. Like if he run, if he's using someone's bathroom and there's like a wet Band-Aid on the ground, yeah, I'm running screaming out of that room too. <laughs> uh, I don't yes. know why, but wet Band-Aids, ew, ew, ew. It's a used Band-Aid that's like, ah, been in close, intimate contact with someone's open skin and wound and like blood and things and it's wet so it's also spreading germs all over the place yeah so yeah i'm enjoying watching that (laughs) well anyway now that we're sufficiently awake yeah let's go into our topic of the month which might bore us Uh or infuriate us Uh, that too um I don't think it'll bring us joy much. No. Well, no. I'll try. We'll, we'll try. We'll try. Yeah. Um, okay. So last month we decided to watch Another Life. Mm. This was a pick by Peter. So we completely blame him for this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I blame myself for this as well. <laughs> Essentially, I watched the first episode when Peter was in Hong Kong. Mm. And I was thinking, damn, Peter's not in the country. Otherwise, I'll throw something at him. <laughs> right? Like, it was so bad. <laughs> I watched the first episode. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to finish this whole entire show. Like, I didn't even want to give it three episodes. And you know how some shows I said, I'll give it three episodes and see how it goes. Mm. I didn't I, I didn't even feel like there was anything in that first episode to kind of like... That deserve giving yeah, that three there was no hook, mark. there was nothing. I was just, and even after three episodes, I was like, uh, no, <laughs> no. I, I was, okay, to be fair, I didn't find the first episode that bad. Mm. Um, I didn't find it great. Mm. But by the third episode, I was like, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> yeah, actually, I just looked at my notes. Um, you know how I said give it three episodes. Mm. The fourth episode was the dream sequence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there was like three episodes in, and you're already using the dream sequence ep- uh, pro- uh, like trope, like yeah. the trope where it's like nothing that happens in this episode matters. matters. It's all just in a dream. <laughs> like, are you out of storylines already? Like, there's only ten episodes. There's there's not enough room for you to be doing this. Okay, so let's just very quickly, very quickly summarize the 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 show. Yeah. So I guess the I'll do somewhere this time okay. since I did I did pick the show. Are you sure? Because I could do it in two seconds. <laughs> okay. So the summary of the show is that mysterious alien artifact lands on Earth. Yep. And they don't know what it's doing. No. Uh, but they find that it's been sending a signal out to this some place in space. Yep. And so. Earth decided we're going to send a crew. Yep. To that place. Yep. To see what's what is it? Yeah. Basically. To see what's what. Yep. Yep. So the show basically revolves around the crew that's sent to space. Yep. That's traveling on this spaceship called the Salvare. Yep. Uh, and that's one storyline. Yep. And the other storyline is about uh, the people on Earth trying to figure out what's with the artifact. Yes. And so that's that's the brief summary of the show, I guess. Yes. Now, for probably 70% of the show, we're mm. probably talking about the ship and the crew. Yeah. Okay. We really only see bits and pieces of Earth and what happens there. But mm. technically, to be completely honest, that they're rather superfluous and not really mm. that important. And Like, okay, here's the interesting thing while I was watching the show. Um, I felt like they were trying to make a Star Trek, Mm. right? Like, you have a bunch of people who are sent on a mission out into space Mm. and um, they meet different scenarios, different problems, Mm. and you have the crew try to solve them. Mm. 
and they try to make it, you know, a, a, a topic, you know, a, a problem every episode kind of thing. Uh, except I don't understand why they had to link it back to events that were happening happening on Earth. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the Earth scenes could have been removed and it yep. wouldn't have made any difference to the show whatsoever. No. Um, the the show essentially the crew gets into trouble pretty much early on mm. because first episode yeah first episode. Um, it's interesting, right? You normally have the show they that when they go and uh, fly out or something, you have some kind of like an introduction of everyone mm. on the crew. Everyone gets introduced to each other. Yeah. Instead, we jump into the show three months after the sh- the, the voyage has started. Everyone mm. had been put to sleep. Yeah. And they were just traveling. Everyone's asleep, so nothing's been happening. And suddenly they wake up. Because there was some mechanical failure on the ship and they had to fix it. Yeah. It was a tiny thing. Tiny thing. They barely mentioned it ever again. It's yeah. just a tiny blip. Yeah. Half the crew, well, we don't know how many of the crew. We know, we know how many. Yeah. We don't know what percentage yeah. of the crew were woken up. Uh, they fixed the problem. Um, and, uh, oh, no, th- there was the problem. They couldn't go through the star. They don't know. They, there was a black area that they didn't know about uh, that they traveled through. That was the problem for yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah. But anyway. The whole idea is that there's a mutiny on the ship. Yeah. First episode. Uh, first episode, <laughs> there's, there's mutiny. When we don't care about anyone on the, on the ship, mm. there's mutiny. Yeah. You don't even know which side you want to stand on. Yeah. Uh, stand with, sorry. And uh, the final result of the mutiny is the mutineer gets killed. Yeah. But you don't care. No. Because you don't know any of these people. Why do we care? Because I barely seen the guy. Yeah. <laughs> we barely seen the woman. Yeah. Like okay, so we have the woman as a captain, which is interesting. Yeah. You know that happens mm. very rarely in science fiction. True. Yeah, and so I kind of like that. Mm. Yeah. Um. And that kind of like kicks off the whole thing. Yeah. Now, um, I don't like this show enough to go into this episode by episode. I oh, know. No. Um. Because it, it is enough to say that neither of us enjoyed it very much. No. Um, I, could, I could admit that by the 10th episode, some of the individual character development in this show had started to slightly interest me. Mm. This is 10 episodes. Mm. I, I have other shows that I could watch and I don't need to. <laughs> I need to. But. Let me very quickly go through the good points. Mm. Um, oh, you had good points. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had good points. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than I can say. Okay. Okay. So, things I like. Uh, let me just look back where I wrote that down. It's such a small list that I got, it got lost. Um, they had some interesting ideas. Mm. Uh, they had a thing called the crow's nest mm. on this ship. Now, a lot of times when you see science fiction shows and stuff, um, you have the uh, – what's the area where, where all the pilots and everything sit? Bridge. The bridge. Yes, thank you. And they would have this sliver of glass right in front of them, and that's all they could ever see of the outside yeah. of the space because normally it's all just black, right? What do you see, right? And they all just require sensors mm. to tell what's what and where's where, which makes sense because there's nothing out there mm. um, except for those – occasional uh episodes where there's an alien ship in front of them and stuff and and you're like you only have this tiny little bit of glass that you're seeing through so this this show gives us a very interesting kind of um twist yeah yeah, where you sit in essentially what looks like a bubble of glass and essentially there's all these i'm assuming this is what it is because they never really explain how this Works. Yeah. Crow nest work. There must be cameras mounted all around the ship mm. and they all record things and they project it essentially on all the glass on this bubble, like uh, the three, not 360, was this 180 degrees mm. view? And she kind of like is suspended on a seat and all, you know, inside this bubble so she could navigate yeah. and fly the plane, right? The ship, yeah, yeah, the vessel, which is interesting. Um, second thing that was interesting. Um, I thought was, um, although most of their stories are a bit weak and their, their, their presentation of what, of, of the dangers are quite, well, they present all dangers to, uh, equally. equally, which means nothing seems, e- either every seems, everything seems like a big deal, which means some of the resolutions are a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Or the flip side is nothing seems important because everything is shown the same way. Yeah. Uh, 
But one of the things, one of the things that they brought up was, so you have the crew go into deep sleep mm. when they make long jumps yeah. in 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 their travels, and there is like this inherent trust in the technology, right? Mm. Everyone's going to go to sleep and everyone's going to be able to wake up, mm. and you'll end up where you say you wanted to go. Yeah. And yes, there are some movies out there that would show, oh, sometimes things don't happen the way you wish it would happen. Mm. Uh, remember the episode in Love, Death and Robot? Mm. Yeah. But this one, they have one episode where essentially uh, they get put under and the woman wakes up and everything has gone to shits. Mm. Right? Apparently some alien had gotten on board mm. and were killing people. Yeah. And there was like, I think the span of five minutes when I was thinking, this is a pretty cool idea. Like my mind was churning with how that's such a horrific kind of like scenario. To, be, to wake up yeah, to. Yeah. Like you expect to wake up, like you have slowly, you know, wake up to a nice kind of uh, uh, and controlled environment yeah, that yeah, you yeah. can kind of like settle in and then get back into, you know, yeah, doing your thing. Instead, suddenly you're like, shit. Something's killing me. I've just woken out of deep sleep, and yeah, now someone's saying it, it's me. like a tr- it's a betrayal, right? It's a betrayal of the, te- the technology betrayed you because you trusted it, mm. and yeah, that that it's just, it's just that was the kind of things that was going in my mind when I saw that. But the problem is that the show didn't really. They didn't address it because no, they didn't. They didn't go all the way. They didn't look into the issue. No, everything was just kind of like brushed over. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, okay, one more thing that I like before I start going about the stuff that we don't like. Um, they also did a very nice um, representation of diversity. Yeah, yeah. The the cast and crew in this. Uh, the, oh no, sorry. The cast in this show is very diverse. Mm. You have, um, I think, equal number of men and women yeah. on the crew. Um, gender preferences are also varied yeah. in this show. Um, so I I thought that was kind of cool mm. in that way. A problem, of course, is that they're all under thirty, <laughs> and and again, now we're sliding into all the bad things. Yeah, <laughs> Peter, do you want to start off with what things could have been better in this show? <laughs> I'm trying to make it as as positive as I can. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, where where to begin? Um, <laughs> you can refer to my notes if you want. Okay, so we talked about how uh, the crew is fairly diverse. We've got a good mix of people uh, that, you know, make good mix of like race, uh, gender. you know, gender or sexual orientation, whatever. Yep. Apart from age, yes, um, they are literally everyone in this show is like not the captain, not the captain. Yep. Apart from the captain, probably, yep. and her best friend. Um, most of the crew member are like you know these twenty twenty somethings. At I think most, some of them probably are twenty three. Yes, at, at most like mid thirties. Basically, all horny teenagers and <sighs> sexually repressed for some reason. Just uh, I don't, don't know, know if they're repressed. I don't think they're repressed. No, no, but but like you know, like sexually overdrived. Because <laughs> uh, basically, everyone wants to bang everyone on the ship. Yeah, they're just horny they're people. Just, and you'd think to yourself like. This is a mission to a unknown world. Yes. And to be fair... Like, they they it, mentioned it, at the start that this is a very important mission that's supposed to save the world. Yeah, humanity rests on you guys because you're making contact and you need to let human... You need to let Earth know whether these aliens are basically... Yeah, you need to investigate these uh, aliens and figure out whether they mean Earth harm. And... You, and you're also supposed to represent the human race. Yeah, exactly. If they aren't harmful and if they are peaceful, then you're supposed to be the diplomats. Yes. Right? So you'd expect the crew to be very well-trained, uh, very well-versed in, you know, diplomacy. Yes. Very good at, you know, doing their mission. 
Yes, they should be well-trained astronauts who are stoic yeah. in the face of any kind of danger. Yeah, and be able to uh, be flexible in any kind of situation to learn how to fix things if things break but, or yeah. something. Right? But no, none of these none people of them are. They? are. Literally, everyone in the show are useless. Yes, like it feels like that they, they had. Um, hijacked a, a high school bus <laughs> on a space trip yeah. and decided to go and investigate aliens. Yeah. Because, well, they try to explain why they have such a young crew, right? In the first episode, um, unofficially, you have one person who's like, well, the reason why everyone is under the age of 30 is because anyone who's over the age of 30 aren't willing to take risks. Mm. Right. And because this this mission is all about you know taking those risks and and be able to make the decisions when you need to, and therefore we can't have you know old people <laughs> being on here because nothing they're, they're will too ever get cautious. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas when I was watching this, the first thought I'm like, wait a second, you're gonna put a bunch of like trigger happy. <laughs> Uh, Irrational teenagers <laughs> on this flight. Uh, it, it was. It doesn't that, make sense because that's a better option than you know being cautious and you know calculating Follow protocols. Yeah, and stuff like that. Like, no, no. And and the thing is, like you know, the show even tells you it because you know that very first episode they were like. Cap- we, we, we're going to mutiny against the captain because she's too cautious. Yeah. She won't let us take the risk. Yes. And so they take the risk and guess what? Everything goes hell loose and oh, yeah. everything goes wrong. It's not like they even try to say that the cautious w- captain was wrong. No. No, the cap- cautious captain was correct yeah. in all the decisions she made. Everyone else around her is making stupid mistakes. Although, you know, the captain makes stupid mistakes oh, yeah. later on later, too. Of course. Um, essentially, you, you, there's only one way to describe this. Everyone on, on board that ship is too stupid to live. Oh, yeah. I, I don't understand why they were sent there. They never explained. Like, again, I, it would have made sense if they did hijack that ship. Yeah. If they said, we needed some ship to go now because yeah. the signal is fading and that's the only ship that was within proximity and we're to send it. Yeah. Right? That, that would have made perfect sense why yeah. you have this ragtag bunch of millennials yeah. uh, who are all horny as, as anything, Yeah, why they would be sent on this mission. Yeah. And the thing is, like, the, I guess the biggest problem I had with this show was like supposedly these are all trained specialists yeah. and specialists in their field. Why does no one follow any form of protocol whatsoever? Yeah. It's like they don't know how to follow f- freaking order. <laughs> yep. It's like, uh, for example, um, they run out of oxygen and they need to go and find oxygen. Yeah, so they have to go mine stuff. Yeah, they, they go mine something on this alien planet. Yeah, so they're all wearing like spacesuits. They go into a tunnel in the well, convenient tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in on the surface of this planet, go inside and they start mining stuff. Yep, and one of the girls in there, she's like, oh, is this so uncomfortable is- in the suit. I can't see things. My my sh- my visor is fogging up. Yeah, let me just check my 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 machine. Yeah, oh, it seems like there's enough oxygen in the air. I'm just gonna take off my helmet. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Because, you know, ignore about all, like, possible pathogens that might be in the air or, yeah. like, viruses or, yep. like, nah, nah, ignore that. Hey, it looks fine and she... I was uncomfortable. Yeah. I need to take off my helmet. I know, right? I, I need to take I... off my helmet. <laughs> the planet will will change its environment to suit, to suit my me. needs, right? Like, I'm just going to take off this helmet. <laughs> Look, it's fine. I'm breathing this alien oxygen. I'm fine. You should do it too. Like, it wasn't enough that she was taking the risk herself. <laughs> she was telling her, her colleague to do the same. And peer pressure, yeah. he takes it off as well. Yeah. And and then to be, like, really proud of yeah. it. And it's like, we are the first humans to breathe, breathe in air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are so great. We're like the Neil Armstrong of our generation. Uh, but that's not the most stupid of them. Okay? Yeah. That is not what the most stupid of them. You have... Uh, you have the captain specifically ordering the uh, botanist of the group, I guess, yes. or, or, or some, you know, bio 
bio- biology biology specialist. Um, no, just grab what we need and then come back to the ship. Yeah. Don't make any detours. Don't grab any foreign samples. <laughs> and what does that botanist do? I'm just going to, you know, grab some of this water. Uh, this weird, weird goo. Liquid, yeah. And uh, so I can investigate it. Again, no protocol whatsoever. No. Just brings it on board the ship. And guess what? People get infected. <laughs> Everyone starts to die. Very horribly, too, I should say. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, oh, whoops, sorry, my bad. I really, yeah, I didn't expect that it, it would have been fine. But oh well, Soz. <laughs> they even had to wake up. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is one of those interesting things about this show. Uh, the, the good the, thing. The good things, yeah. yeah. Is that um, they haven't woken up the entire crew on the ship. Yeah. Right? So there are apparently an unknown number of crew members who are still kind of in deep freeze yeah. in the back. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like a... The Doctor Who kind of thing, you know, you could kill off as many crew members as you want yeah. because they have an unlimited number of people in the back there <laughs> that they just kind of like wake up and new people, um, new specialists. Oh, we, do we need a new pilot? Did yeah. our pilot just die? Oh, we'll just grab Go. another one. It's fine. <laughs> so we don't know how many people are back no. there. And it gives us uh, like, you get a few new fresh faces every couple of episodes because people keep dying. Yeah. Um, so the only person that was, uh, normal i would say in this show was this um was he a doctor yeah uh, yeah and um they had to wake him up because all these people were dying yeah uh oh no he was in charge of alien um biology yeah, uh, yeah, alien yeah, platforms yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever it was so they woke him up because this is an issue right and he was like what the hell? Yeah. Did no one follow protocol? What? What is? How did what this is happen? wrong with you guys? How did this happen? And, and at that point, we were finally like, "Oh, finally, someone that makes sense." There's an adult sense. here. There's yes. an adult who could who could talk some sense into them. But by the end of the episode, he's dead. Yeah. And Ejected. no one seems to have learned any <laughs> any lessons from this, right? Everyone managed to survive this, and they continue doing stupid shit. Like, yeah. you're on an alien planet, and you're going to start fooling around and rolling around and manage to get sliced by a local fauna? Yeah, sure. Uh, no, flora, sorry, yeah. local flora? Yeah, okay. And this is where it leads to one of the other problems, right? And we mentioned this before. Every single problem in the show is presented in the same way. Everything mm-hmm. is, oh, my God, someone's going to die, Yeah. right? And you're thinking, oh, this guy gets slashed by local flora. His leg is turning purple and green. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, this is going to be a repeat of the previous situation, right? You're going to get people infected. He's going to die. You need to find some kind of cure. Um, Except five minutes later, he's walking around perfectly fine and they have a one-line thrower saying, oh, yeah, the doctor had a look at him. He's fine now. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? But we were just told in the previous episode that, Alien infestations, you you don't know what could do to, you know, we don't have the ability to to Mm. heal things because we don't know what's out here. Yeah. Except somehow this guy gets slashed by some... Alien life form, but seems to be fine because this magic medicine that humans have made is now suddenly so useful that it can, you know, protect him from anything. Yeah. And Uh, that's literally the explanation they gave us. It was like, that just really sucks because that just means they these people have not learned a thing no from the last episode and why because nothing matters it's like yeah looks you know sorry i nearly killed everyone on the ship but you know what that was i'm just still going to do what i want to do because that's just me uh so yeah i'm gonna do that <laughs> it's also the way that the show presents it right like they don't nothing is ever bad enough that they feel like the characters need to change. Mm. Everything seems to be like a combination of oh it's just bad luck. Yeah. Um and uh well now that the issue's been solved no one has to think about it or review the situation again. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, when it's like, you know, in any type of line of work, when something goes terribly wrong yep. and it manages to resolve, the first thing you should do is you review and see what went wrong. Yes. And try... You debrief. Yeah, you debrief. There's none of that here. 
no one ever learns from the mistakes no. in this show, which is really freaking annoying because yes. you're like, I want to, you know, literally kill every one of you because you <laughs> guys do not deserve to live on yes. the ship. Yes. Um, oh, the one part that I did like was yeah. that we kind of talked about this before, like um, how they have so many spares yes. in the show. Um, one of the kind of insightful kind of moments in the show was like, oh, we are all infected. And we are all going to die. Ah, uh, yeah. And so we need to basically decontaminate the whole ship and kill ourselves. Yes. And basically so that a new crew, because yeah. they have backup crews in this, yep. right? So that a new crew can take over and complete our mission. Yes. I thought that was a very interesting idea because yes. it, it it's true. If you do have such an important mission um, and you've got the, I guess, space you would have a backup crew, yeah. I guess, in this case, right? And so it was, and in this one episode, they mentioned, oh, the protocol is if something like this happens, we will basically incinerate ourselves mm. and decontaminate the whole ship so that a new crew can come afresh, which I thought was a very interesting um, and, and very logical kind of uh, way for something like this to happen. Like, you think that makes sense, right? And I kind of wish that, you know, they actually proceeded with that because then we would have a different crew and maybe they'd be better. <laughs> uh, but no, they didn't. There was they... a moment. There was a moment I thought that, right? That I was like, wait, did we just get a completely new crew? Because... That would be kind of awesome, I was Right? Like, because not a lot of shows does that, yeah. right? It's just like, oh, this crew, they, they failed and we need to refresh. See, I would love it if a show actually used that as a premise. Well, not if I really liked the crew, right? Like, if I had gotten really invested in yeah. the crew and no, then no, they did that... No, 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 but imagine if the start of the show yeah. was this premises... Right, that you had you yeah. you su suddenly you woken up and the hologram says, "Oh, good morning." Um, by the way, the previous crew has all died because of that. Would you start it at that point, or would you start it like say six hours before that, when you see the last crew kind of saying or bye maybe, or yeah. something, right? Or maybe, and then they just like all kill themselves, yeah, and like everything, like a flash of flame go through the entire yeah. ship and disintegrate everything, yeah, and then new crew wake up. That will cause a big right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been a great premise, in my <laughs> opinion. I was like, that's a really good story. Should do that instead. But instead, no, we have to get sticks. No. We're, we're stuck with this old crew, which yep. no. we don't like, and no. they're all terrible because mm. they're all a bunch of idiots. They, they are. <sighs> they are. Like, you know how sometimes you watch, I don't know, some science fiction movie, like even if you think aliens, right? Mm. And you have a bunch of like, you know, hardcore soldiers, uh, you know, or like veterans or like astronauts. And you have that one idiot, right, who would drink from a contaminated beaker just mm. because he can. And you'd be like, why is this guy on this crew? Like, how did he even get on this crew? Yeah. Right. But somehow managed. Yeah. And you have that just one character and you're just waiting for him to die. Yeah. He's the one who causes all the stupid shit to yeah. happen. Right. He's the one who either wakes up the alien yeah. or like shoots a baby alien when he shouldn't be. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like the one who would drip water on a gremlin when he's told not to drip water yeah. on a freaking gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they've collected all those people mm. and put them on a ship. And yep. sent them off to be ambassadors for human human race yes. in this show. That's that's essentially that is, what I got. Yeah. Um. Oh, can I just say there's also one thing that really bugged me about this show. Mm. Oh, actually, no, two things that uh -huh. really bugs me. Actually, more things, but I'll just mention. There's two a lot of them. things that bug me about the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll just mention two of them. Yeah. Uh, firstly, this this show always seems to like to leave one person behind. Uh, no, no. They like to have an odd number of people <laughs> on like their away a... missions. Yeah. So multiple times in this show, they would have three people going on away mission. On away mission, and then leave one person uh, by themselves. By themselves, because that's a brilliant idea when you're on this unknown planet that yes. has you have no idea what's on there. No. You have no idea what could potentially go Look, wrong. Even if you send three people down, that's fine. But the three people should stick together. Yeah. But no, you send three people down and two of them would pair up and they would wander off. Yeah. And they'll leave that one person behind. Yeah. And of course, that one person, what happens? He you gets know, into trouble, gets, gets infected, hurt. Gets infected, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like 
Again, protocol. They yeah. have no pro- protocol on this thing. Yeah, it's like, you know, there is... Even in a, it's mundane work in on Earth, such as, you know, doing inspections mm. at like places, mm. you would go to up because, you know, growing one by one person is not safe and you need cooperators in these things. Mm. You know, it's common sense. You do not leave one person No, behind. no, even if it's not... Even if it's not alien... Pl- um, environments, right? Even if you're not going to an alien world, if you go hiking, yeah, you go hiking with a friend. Yeah, if anything help happens to you, your yeah. friend could go and get help. Exactly. Right, that's the whole point. Yeah. So if you're going on an alien uh, planet, you you need backup. Yeah, you need someone to go and help you call for help. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't just leave one person behind. And go like, you'll be fine. We'll come back for you. And you'll oh, and be they don't fine. even they don't even say, oh, we'll come back. We'll meet up here in yeah. five hours. No, no, no. They'll be like. We'll come find you. Yeah. When we're done. Yeah. Don't know when. We'll just, you know, hippie it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my final qualm about this show is the AI uh, on the ship. It is such a cheat. It is such a, a shorthand on like, because the writers in the show, I don't think knows their sci-fi very well mm. like their their science in this show is a little off it's a little <laughs> off um so the way they kind of like circumvent that mm. is like oh we don't really know how a ship works mm. so we don't want to have to write about how a ship works mm. instead we'll have an ai Mm, that, that comes in a, in the ship. <laughs> yeah, that that comes in the shape of a man. So we don't even have to spend money CGing anything, yeah. and he will become the interface by which everything is done on the ship. Mm. It is voice controlled, so you just talk to the guy yeah. and tell we want to go forward, and this guy would just stare off in space, and he'd be like, "It's done." done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most low budget. It's like it's like oh. Uh, we just had, you know, an explosion in the oxygen tanks. Uh, we need to reroute the oxygen. William, which is the AI's name, William, reroute the oxygen. All good. It's all done. It's all done. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that was easy. Uh, don't even need to push a button. It's great. It's like, yeah. It, uh, but that's not what bugged me. That's about. not. Yeah. That's not what bugged me about the show because, um. Yeah, you can have that. I mean, sure. To be fair, I feel like if in the future we have AI that that um, that capable, then you would, I guess, want, want them. Oh uh, well, something. no. If you haven't, you watched Odyssey two thousand and one. You don't want an AI controlling your <laughs> your life support systems on a ship. <laughs> um, what really bugged me about this is that the designers for this AI <laughs> has decided to give this AI feelings. Uh, and especially feelings, or or the or the capability to learn what lonely loneliness is, yes, and what falling in love is, yes. and so I mean, think about it. Um, you're gonna give it give it AI the complete control of a ship full of sleeping crew members for months and months on end. The, this AI has no one to talk to but himself. For months and months on end. Now, obviously, with this show, the crew actually get woken up yeah. quite frequently as well because of all the stuff that happens. So the the, the AI has plenty of people to talk to yeah. all the time. Oh. But you know, if it wasn't, if this was a perfectly work, if this mission went perfectly fine, yeah, I think the AI would have gone crazy. Exactly. I think we might find out at the end of the show, like if they if they make any more seasons of it, that the whole reason all of this stuff happened is because William was bored. Yeah. Like he was lonely. He didn't want to be by himself. So he causes the ship to break down. <laughs> right? <laughs> like he's like, I need to make sure the crew stays alive, awake and chatting with me. Yeah. So I'm just going to give them all this. Otherwise I'm going to be bored shitless. <laughs> yeah. So let's make some shit up. <laughs> and you know, this is an AI that has complete control of the ship. Yes. And you know, I'm going to give this AI the ability to give to throw tantrums? Yeah. Cause that's so jealousy. Because that's such a good idea. Because, you know, what happens? Of course, the AI falls in love with the captain. Yeah. And of course, the captain is married and doesn't really love him back. And so, you know, the AI goes off on this tantrum and, you know, sulking and just decides to, I don't care and screw the ship. Yeah. <laughs> 
brilliant idea. Whoever designed this AI gets an award for being you know, the shittiest designers ever. <laughs> it's like, why would you, in your, in your right mind, design something like this for a ship like this? It's like, uh, anyway. That's just, that's just, you know, these are just some of the most glaring issues in the show. It's not even like all the issues because there's plenty more. Yep. But these are just the most glaring ones. That's like, it, it doesn't make sense as a show. It no. doesn't even make sense like on any level. Like, no. Like, as you say, you're literally finding the worst character of every show and put them all together yeah, on this on yeah. this ship and see what happens. Look, uh, see, look sometimes, you... sometimes some shows, no matter how bad they are, we enjoy complaining about them mm. because it's fun to complain yeah. about some of the things. It's like, I can't believe how bad some bits are. Because then it gets funny. Yes, <laughs> uh, which we'll link on to something else we'll talk about later. Yeah. But this show is just bad. Yeah. Like... <laughs> to be completely honest, I I I didn't I I have a lot more points I could talk about, but I don't even want to do it. <laughs> because I don't see any redeeming feature in this show. They had a few interesting ideas and I said that, but they never explored it much. No. They never explored it properly. So I don't know. I think I think I'm done. I'm, I'm done with I'm done with the show. Yeah. I agree. I'm I'm sorry I put you through this. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know either. <laughs> in my defense, I thought it looked interesting. Yes, was- and you were going to suggest that we go and watch the Better Than Us show, mm. which, to be completely honest, looked about the same kind of quality. <laughs> <laughs> There's been rumors out that um, well, not rumors. I, I'm, 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 it's common sense. Netflix put a lot of money into their uh, original shows, mm. right? They have to because everyone's making their own streaming services. Yeah. And so everyone's pulling out their content. Like all, Disney's pulling out all their Marvel stuff. Yeah. You know, HBO's pulling their stuff. If any of them were ever in there, sci-fi channels pulling their stuff. You know, everyone's making their own channels. Yeah. So Netflix have to make their own stuff, right? Mm. Netflix original stuff. But Netflix have a limited number of fun, amount of money, right? Mm. So they can only put money into a few really good shows mm. and just spread the rest of it mm. into a lot of bad shows to kind of pad their catalog. Yeah. I can't help but feel like this is one of those paddings. Mm. They that you say got given a lot of money, so this might be a really stuffed padding. <laughs> but I still feel like it's not worth mm, watching. Oh no, definitely not. Even if you really liked um, Katie Sackhoff, who's the lead character, it, because if you liked Battlestar Galactica, because she was the one yep. of the main leads in there, uh, don't. No. 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 Because Battlestar was a great show. Okay. I, well, at least I thought it was a great show. I never finished it, but yes. Yeah, well, it was very heavy, true. Yes. but You can't was, binge that show. No. But it was a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not. No. This is not one of those shows. No. <laughs> um... I heard that they were considering making a second season of this. I God hope they don't because given how... Look, I pay, what, Netflix 14 bucks a month and I really hope to spend my money a little bit wiser. (laughs) There's things like this and Woo Assassins. (laughs) Really quite a waste of money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I think that's enough for uh, this topic. Yes, definitely. Um, so, what are we doing next, Serena? Okay, so apparently we are... Speaking of things that's like so, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> What's that word? Gluttony for pus- pu- punishment? punishment? Yeah. <laughs> because we watched such a, t- such a terrible show. We're going to continue on with <laughs> this theme. We're going to watch another terrible sci-fi. But we know... It's a terrible sci-fi. True. And it's a movie this time. Mm. So it's only two hours. I think even less. Um, we know what we're getting into. I've watched it once already. Uh, I went to the cinema to watch this, knowing it was terrible, choosing to go anyway, because I've heard that it's so terrible, it's good. Now, I think you've heard that phrase before recently when we talked about the movie called The Room, mm. uh, where someone says it was so bad, it's good and it's worth watching. Now, Someone would also might remember hearing me say that I don't believe in supporting things 
that are made that way. Mm. But there's a slight difference. Okay, the room was made with zero set and style and any consideration for the modern senses and like and everyone took it seriously all the actors took it seriously that is your issue more because the film thought it was a serious film (laughs) yes whereas i think with with this okay we might as well say with jupiter ascending is that i feel like the actors must know that this is a piece of crap movie (laughs) And they're taking the piss out of everything. <laughs> because I can't believe that Eddie... Redmayne. Thank you. I can't believe that Eddie Redmayne, whom I really like as an actor, would go into this movie... Thinking it was serious? Yeah. <laughs> There's some of the lines that people have to say in this movie. I think it takes great acting skills to be able to say it with a straight face. <laughs> There's a certain scene in the movie, you're watching it, and the whole entire cinema laugh. Like, they'll be like, I can't believe she said that. I can't believe she said that seriously. Like, you need to watch this movie ironically, I guess. That might be the way to say No, you, you just watch it with, like, you know, everyone's just taking the piss on everything. Um, it, it's it's really funny, I think, from that point of view. Don't take it seriously. <laughs> if you take it seriously, this movie would be like, what? There's a waste of money in this thing. There's a man slash wolf who has wings, who got his wings removed, so he has boots that let him fly? What is this world? <laughs> but that, I, I'm not, I didn't exaggerate. That is exactly... What Ch- uh, Ch- uh, Channing, Tatum. T- Channing Tatum's character is. He's a wolf man who has wings, who no longer have wings, so he has boots that could fly. Mm. It's amazing. <laughs> this show is amazing. And you have a woman who apparently bees are attracted to because she is born to be royal. So she's born to be a queen and bees could ref- recognize royalty. Someone actually said that in the movie. <laughs> so um, it's amazingly bad. It's, it's fantastic. Um, so we're going we're gonna to watch Jupiter Ascending. Well, well, technically, Serena is re-watching it because she's already watched it. I am watching it for the first time yes. and I'm not really looking forward to it. But oh, it's after, very pretty. It's a after, very pretty movie. After I put Serena through another life, I feel like I deserve uh, whatever she throws at me this time around. Yes. So, um, look forward to that. Okay, so this is going to be a fairly short episode. Well, it's going to be short if I manage to cut out all the other bits and pieces. pieces. And, um... Mainly because I'm tired and I can't be bothered doing it anymore. Oh, don't say it like that. I am tired. (laughs) I need you to to be out of my house. I want to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. So, you can find our show notes with all the links of everything that we've been watching Mm. um, on our website, which is triggerpointfm.com forward slash 34. Mm. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at triggerpointfm mm. or you can email us at questions at triggerpointfm.com. Mm. And Peter's about to nod off and fall into his microphone now. Mm. So <laughs> um, I think we should say bye now and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.